Hello, this is Ben Eshmade and welcome to the King's Place podcast. On this edition, I speak to trumpet player Niels Petter Mulver, who will be artist in residence at the Scene Norway 2 Festival in November 2013, which is created by Fiona Talkington of Radio 3's Lake Junction and is part of EFG's London Jazz Festival at King's Place. This will be a fantastic series with an associate exhibition in the gallery space and a not-so-silent movies with Jan Bang, I join Niels Petter at King's Place to find out more. Yeah, I look forward to it very much. It's, um, and also that it's, it's really different things and everything from uh, different kind of musical uh, expressions and um, the thing with the movie and uh, also playing on, um, on the exhibition. So, yeah, I look forward to that. I like, what is the word, diversity? Mm. Yeah, that's what I like the most. <laughs> got this series of days where you're doing lots of different things is there going to be a lot of preparation in the build-up to that not too much i think uh, it's more about finding out where to play and since it, it's not my i mean if you like uh, i was uh, artist in residence in a in a concert in a, or in, in a festival in norway and Molde festival and that was like eight concerts in seven days mm. and i i was it was all my concerts so that was uh, that was really, really hard work. And after that, I just bought a one-way ticket to to Italy. <laughs> and just went into the Tuscany hills and stayed there. Now, this is uh, it's more it's, uh, more about presenting artists. Mm. Maybe join them for a song or two if it's suitable. Uh, two or three of my own projects also. So so uh, it's not so much work. It's uh, it's just great fun. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the music. You kind of describe yourself as an improviser rather than a, a jazz musician. Is it? Yeah, I would think so. It depends how you define jazz. It's, I don't play jazz like in a traditional way. Mm. So it's it's more about interaction and, and improvisation. That's the main... The, the frame that we improvise from is... or I improvise from is, is, uh, is very different than so-called Afro-American jazz. So in that sense, uh, maybe I can call it like European contemporary improvised music I don't know I don't know <laughs> there's obviously been a lot of musicians who have influenced you but I, th- I think and obviously this ties in nicely to, to what we're talking about in the um, scene Norway is that Norway itself I, I think is something that is the constant through the music and even through these collaborations yes and actually more and more the older I get Norway is like a, it's a very small country uh, very big but not so many people and it, it's sort of I would say that, like the musical references for me, besides of course some obvious people like uh, Miles and John Hustle and Don Sherry and these guys, it's also these uh, more traditional musicians that I have worked with, and, and also uh, since it's so small, Norway, and so the the, the whole community, so the, the, there isn't like a, there isn't like bebop bass and a hard bop bass and a free jazz bass and. A, jazz rock bass it's like very transparent and it's people moving back and forth from all kind of genres you know in any way so in that sense it out of these collaborations you might say kind of interesting soundscapes and musical fusions appears 
That is one of the things I really like about the Norwegian, uh, the Norwegian scene. I'm interested to know Ulf. The um... it's a very beautiful name, by the way. In the Norwegian, Ulf is eagle, and Ulf is an old name. So it's like uh, almost like a Norwegian Indian name he has. Wow. <laughs> How did you come across his artwork for the first time? Oh, when was the first time? I don't remember. Uh, but uh, he is actually. He, the island I come from, Sula, has a, a very specific kind of profile at the end, the one that points straight into the ocean. And from his atelier uh, on the other side of Olsen, he can see this. So he has painted this uh, many, many times. I went to, to visit him. I met him in Oslo many times. And, um, and actually, who, who sort of, when I was doing uh, the last album, I did it on... Uh, Yiske, which is very close to this island. And I think uh, this whole uh, idea about uh, the collaboration and all these things kind of started there, like three three years ago, okay. something. Two, three, yeah, three. So he's, I think he's a great painter, a great artist. When you look at his paintings, mm -hmm. does it make you think more deeply about your music in some ways? Oh, that is a very difficult question because it's like, in a way, like uh, nothing does, and everything does, in a way. So it's it's um, uh, because there's uh, I'm really afraid of all these cliches about uh, the fjords and the mountains and the reverbs of ECM. <laughs> so uh, in that sense, when I make music, I'm sitting in a tiny, tiny little studio, which in the summer is like. Uh, incredible hot and and just looking on the other side into a wall so uh, I, I would think it's more about uh, uh, the music is more about what kind of person I am but I can be really moved by a photo or a, a picture and uh, and uh, a scenery and that maybe has to do with that I have grown up there and it sort of has a, a, creates a sort of emotional or an emotion that's quite deep and and, um, and basic because it's where I come from. I mean, when I was a younger, I, I tried to escape, run away from from this place. And but uh, as I go older, I I really rediscovered it. And um, and it's the same with anything that that you sort of take in properly. That you actually just look at things and and try to sense what what it is or what it does to you or it can be uh, interesting or it can be like moving it's the same with poetry and movies and you know when you perform live do you do you close your eyes or do you, do you keep your eyes open and, and are you thinking of some of the things we've been talking about when you, when you do play? I think I mostly close my eyes. Sometimes I open them to see pedals and stuff that I have to, <laughs> have to <laughs> approach. One of the things that, that I really try to do when I play is to not to think at all. And um, so in, in a way, I mean, to travel, it's, it's like it's like you. Uh, it can be very very tiring. It's just like you wait and wait and wait and wait for flights. You wait for pickups to go to the venue. You wait for food. You wait for sound checks. You wait for whatever. So these one and a half two hours that you play is like the it's the reason for for for, uh, for going. It's uh, and it, when it's at, at its best, it's like. Uh, 
it's like one long meditation where you are just totally in the moment and yeah i think for me at least it's very healthy it's the only thing i know to how to do so when you were learning the trumpet which again it'd be interesting to know how 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 that happened but um did this style of playing did it develop slowly or was it something that came quite quickly oh uh, i would think slowly I heard some stuff I did in the beginning of the 80s, much more, I can hear very close that I'm really, really, I can hear the influences so clear and much more aggressive. Not, not necessarily in a negative way, but more the, the tone was much more trumpety. And um, I just remember I started to struggle with that because I, I, more and more I felt like this, it can be quite squeaky, the trumpet, you know. And I was really struggling uh, and trying all kind of things in the 80s with the saxophone mouthpieces on it. And I very early started to, to use electronics to try to find different kind of, of, uh, of um, yeah, to make it sound like something else. And then I started to, to get interested in, in uh, and I heard uh, flute music like the North African, um, the May flute, the Shakuhachi flute, the, the Saranji, the, the, this kind of sound which has a sort of deeply human kind of quality to it. Especially I remember I got this cassette, it was in the old times when there were cassettes. I, I got this uh, fantastic uh, uh, from a shakuhachi player and I actually gave it, I gave that one to Arve Hendriksen and he sort of made that into perfection to make the trumpet sound so in that's incredible. For me it was more like a, a, just a reference to something which I wanted to and also some trumpet players like uh, Jon Hassel and uh, he's basically playing ragas you know, he was studying in uh, India for many, many years. So, so these things, and uh, then I, I started to sort of relax, to, to just to find the sound. I would say it was like a long process. Mm. Yeah, for me, at least, yeah. It sounds like you approach the trumpet a little bit how people approach singing. It, is, is that true? Is that that sense of projecting and, 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 and using the trumpet maybe more as you would normally use your voice? Yeah, it's kind of my voice, you know. Uh, even though I also sometimes sing the voice to sing in the trumpet, but um, it, it's, a, it's a melodic instrument. Yeah, for, for me, it, it's like that's the, the most intimate and the closest instrument there is. I remember when I got the trumpet, or I was told at least this, I was only five years old. And, but I got this um, records from my father uh, and mother when I was like three. These old uh, gramophones where you have to use the hand to, you know, like in 78 records. And uh, there was three, album, uh, three records I got. And uh, it was uh, Louis Armstrong and it was um, Billie Holiday singing Summertime, I remember. And so what I actually played the most was Billie Holiday playing Summertime, I think. And I, I, I'm told I, I learned it, uh, you know, so like I could sing Summertime. I listened to it so many times, so you sing it, but you don't know the words, of course. Mm. But when my father asked me what I wanted to play, I, I said trumpet, because I think that was the, the second I couldn't be Billie Holiday. <laughs> so, so I chose the trumpet. So it, it's kind of connected, I think, from, uh, from very, very early on. I always like singers. Singers like, uh, yeah, like Shirley Horn, for instance, fantastic. Uh, Joni Mitchell, always Neil Young, um, Peter Gabriel, I, I listened to. And also some of this, at the period of my time, like, like these hard rock singers, like uh, people from Purple and Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, you know, all these kind of things, which I, I sort of listened to when I was a teenager. 
and then uh, Zeppelin, Robert Plant, and this. So, so it's singers has always been something that I, I listen to and that I really appreciate. And to try to find, try to create the same in, intimacy in uh, in my instrument. So it's it's a bit like the voice, but it's like one more object before the sound comes out. You know. There's some really beautiful things which are going to happen over these few days. Are you looking forward to it? Absolutely. I think I, I've worked with everyone except uh, Philip uh, Jack, who I just appreciate very much. Uh, otherwise, I've, I've been uh, in one way or another or know and collaborate. Like I, I played a lot with uh, with Sitzel, Andresen, who's, who's going to do a duo with him. Jan Bang, uh, I played with very, very, very much. And he was even in my band for some years. And we still now do some duos, trios, collaborations. And then uh, uh, whatever happens on, on Friday, it will also be sort of the main thing for me. And Hilde Marie Chasham, she's, she's um, also a singer. She comes from where all my family on the mother's side come from. So it's like you just have to take the ferry boat for uh, 20 minutes <laughs> and then you are in her, uh, where she comes from, Sikkelman. So it's, it's um, yeah, it's quite local, you know? <laughs> it's uh, the people from Sinmer uh, coming to London. So, so, but of course there's a lot of other, I don't know exactly who she's gonna bring with her. Then I'm also gonna play with this beautiful uh, band, I think. I did an album with them some years ago and, and then there's we working on one now, uh, which has been Marvel with Martin Franz, uh, the drummer, and uh, Tari Evansen, who's um, who is he's also a drummer, but he's also working a lot with uh, uh, electronics and Tim Harris on the bass. So it, it, yeah, it's going to be great fun, and it's going to be many different things, which I again, which I really really like. Uh, I was going to go back to what, something you said at the beginning, which use the expression that you were going to find your space within mm. all these performances. Well, I, I, yeah, the space and, uh, and also sort of the path, to find a path into their musical universe, which, yeah, I, I really look forward to it. And the thing with music is that it's a universal language. Actually, it's a language that sometimes goes beyond, uh, or not sometimes, it's, uh, most of the time is beyond the spoken word. And so, so me coming from Norway is also... It's like I bring my heritage, my landscapes, my my sort of growing up, and and you can meet anyone. You can meet uh, someone growing up as a grand grand grandson of of uh, uh, King Otto von Bismarck, you know, or the Kaiser Otto von Bismarck, and or you can meet a, a drummer from Tanzania that only speaks Swahili. So it kind of um, glued together cultures. Like I had this experience in, uh, I was in Zambia for uh, many, many, many years ago. And uh, we were just sitting and playing in the night outdoor. I had this little uh, pocket trumpet with me. And we were there to make uh, a thing working with a lot of African and some Finnish people and Greenlandic people. And, and then we started to play and I started to play with this drummer and me and the drummer just got it on. And after that we became friends. The next day he comes and knocked the door and he learned some, you, me, walk. Bush I said yes, yes, and then so we walked in the bush and just so just just to play together there and just to find uh, this 
tone, you might say, or to find uh, these things is we became friends. I mean, without even knowing each other's language. Wow. So it, it is. Uh, there, there is a. The, I mean, the communication possibilities with music is is. Uh... To learn more about the whole range of concerts and the incredible collaborations in store, most of which we covered in our conversation, please visit the website. I'm Ben Ashmead and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about any of these events, please visit kingsplace.co.uk. Tickets for all events start from just £9.50 online. Thanks for listening.